Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. We love the Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. We're back. Another Grammy Award ended in controversy. A music icon dies, and George Santos just keeps topping himself on his journey to the bottom. It's time for the Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made in this fair game for shade, and joining me this week is Mikey and Scout. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, 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 wow. It's been a little bit of time because I was in New York, so I couldn't really record and no one wanted to record on Sunday. So that's fine. We're here. We're here right now. Well, it is um, the Lord's Day and thou sure, shalt not podcast. Yeah. <laughs> thou shalt not podcast. That's actually the 11th commandment yeah. um, that fell off. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah that absolutely. part of the rock got chipped off. Um, wow. So last we spoke, let's see. Uh, Mikey has a dog. Yes. Toby. Scout is going to three major concerts. I am. Um, so who is your sugar daddy? Well, actually, it's once again the company I work for. There it is. There it goes. There we go. Um, and guess what? Scout is bringing me to zero of them. And that's fine. It's fine. I get it. It's fine. Um, well, what, are, what favor are you putting out for Scout yeah. to get invited to these concerts? The things I've done for Scout over the years. The doors you've no, opened, Gia Gun. That's the doors I'm I not have gonna, opened. I'm not going to say Michael hasn't done anything for me because he has. I, I can't. Yeah, it's I okay. can't. I can't argue against Here, that. Here's one. what I'll say. If Gaga goes on tour again and I don't get a ticket, um, then I will. There we go. There. You're disowned. What um, concerts are you seeing or are going to see? The Well, the three like. Ones that were very questionable about whether or not I'd get tickets are Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and Madonna. God damn, who is your sugar daddy? Jesus. <laughs> and that and that's after what it's, five times at Gaga this summer this past summer? Well, it was four times, but three of them were in the summer and one was in Vegas. Thank okay, you. Right, right, right. Um that no, I really, I really um you know how like most grown adults when they like if they get like an annual bonus or anything, they put it towards like, oh, like we're going to save for a house or like we're going to like, I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to do something, you know, I'm going to go on a trip or whatever. I just pay off the credit card debt that I have and then I use the rest of it for Same. concerts. I'm like, you know what? This is, this works. <laughs> Same, it worked like, last year. It'll work this year. <laughs> every bonus I, that we've ever gotten, my husband, I've gotten a few. It's like, well, which credit card are we putting this on? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to pay off this debt and then maybe I'll see a concert. Last yeah, year was just nice because, nice because our company got bought out. So that was why I saw Gaga so many times. That would not meanwhile, have happened. <laughs> meanwhile, I have two of my favorite artists who released, like, are releasing two big albums this year, and they're both doing uh, uh, launches and CD signings in London because my life sucks. London. Um, Adam Don't Lambert, stop falling for those London girls. Um, so 
Everyone oh. wants to fly me back to London so I can Wait, see Adam Lambert and who? Jake Shears. Um, oh. Please let me know. I would love to Did, see them. I saw a tweet that was, it was like Adam Lambert's first album cover. And it was like, this gay had $6 pink B-sides in a dream. <laughs> Listen, that first album was great. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I, no, um, it's not bad music. I just think it's, it's funny. It's a great song. Listen, Adam Lambert had pink on one of the songs and Adam Lambert got it. So just saying, just remember that. Um, all right, we'll be taking five pop culture topics, headline stories, and rather the usual rapid fire. We are going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in the given week, so some of your favorite moments might not be included. But if you want us to discuss something, reach out, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. Also, friends, um, I don't know what you're waiting for. I have merch. Go fucking buy my merch. I have pins. Go buy my pins. Um, just 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 do it, please. Thank you. He's all right, trying so to go to know. London. London, no, I'm trying to go to LA for Dragon. Uh, I gotta get, start funding myself for that one. Um, good times, good times. All right, let's begin. Are you ready? Sure. Let's go. It wouldn't be the Grammy Awards if someone in America wasn't furious about something. And let's just say they gave them something to talk about. Not let's America go through the that made the night. <laughs> Beyonce breaks the record for the most Grammys won by an artist, yet loses to Harry Styles for album of the year. Song of the year went to Bonnie Raitt, huh? Lizzo and Adele got pissed. Madonna's new face was the talk of the internet. Sam Smith and Kim Patrick's performance pissed off conservatives as they both won for best duo group, marking the first time a trans performer has won in this category. Bad Bunny made people pregnant and Viola Davis wins her EGOT. All right, what did I miss? What are the highs and lows? What did you, what, what, what takeaways do we have from these Grammys besides people just being pissed? I think it's, so like, I'm going to start right in on Unholy. Um, very wild that Kim Petras has spent like years putting out songs that I actually like only to like find mainstream appeal through like what I would arguably say is one of the worst songs I've heard in the last five years. What? Um, it's just really funny to me that it's now a Grammy winning song. I mean, good for her. She saw, she I talked about Sophie. She said mm-hmm. Sophie's name and I immediately started crying. I was Aww. like, that's because I'm a gay boy. Well, that's true. Kim Petras isn't the first trans woman to win a Grammy. No, when no, no. Wendy no, Carlos has three. Because yeah. everyone was kind of shouting that, like, she's the first and only one. And it's like, hold on. Let's no, not no, be dismissing. In the category. Yeah. Um, I also, hated Shania's hair. That red. She looked like though. Wendy. Like, Wendy's Wendy. <laughs> like, Wendy? Like, Wendy all grown up? Like, she looked like she was about to announce a new 4 for 4 deal. Like... <laughs> Listen, we're we're gonna take a second in a minute Bob to Ava talk Max's about the highs and lows. Like, yeah, we'll we'll talk about the looks momentarily. But um, um, also, yeah, go ahead. What are you gonna say? Who who who? Are Beyonce. How, what is Beyonce? How many times does Beyonce have to make the best album of the year to actually win album of the so year? So here here's the discussion. What what makes a best album? That is becoming the part of the problem. Like, sure, we're always going to have the, the 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 battle of what is best record, what's best song, what's the difference. Um, is is Beyonce and the billion of people that comprise the album the reason why Beyonce will never win best album? Honestly, probably because I, I mean, think- look at a lot of the winners are people who it's them sitting doing yeah. a lot of the work themselves. Yeah. I mean, look at Bonnie Raitt winning Song of the Year. Yeah. I think that like it's wild to me that it just it's just like wild that in the same ceremony like she can become the most decorated Grammy performer 
of all time and lose album of the year for the fourth time like very very wild i mean and it's not like it's not like this is like some unheard of thing like gaga has been nominated for album of the year four times and never won it but i'm not like like i'm not sitting here saying that love for sale was the album of the year last year you know it's not like i it's not like i was sitting there going into the into the ceremony thinking like oh this is clearly the best album so it will win i mean but i, also I think will tell you like, what the real best album was which one was it Abba voyage well yeah i was like i knew there was but so i mean i also read like interviews with grammy voters who were like i don't know it just again kind of going off what you said michael what makes the best album it's like if people are voting on like how the album was rolled out does that have anything to do with the sure. album i mean Absolutely. yes it probably does because that's all part of like how you know the music industry works but at the same time it's like if you're voting against beyonce because it was because it's always a spectacle then like what is she supposed to do make a little like home recording like 30 minute like acoustic set and put it out and not promote it and then like hope that the grammys finally give that the award like what the fuck i mean it worked for Billie eilish true like and that's um, a, looking at the know. list of stuff like because I did not watch the Grammys. I have I have decided that my time can be better spent doing You know, I something. told myself that the Grammys would be worth it. And at the end of the ceremony, I came to the same conclusion. It's my just time would have been it. better spent. <laughs> I don't know any of the music. I, like now, I, I really don't listen to stuff. And every time I care about an album, it doesn't win. And honestly, like even looking down the list, I had friends say that, oh, I thought Adele was going to take it. I'm like, Adele's album was not great. Yeah, the very... last album she did was probably the best thing she will ever do. Yeah. It, like... um, I will say this. I mean, going back to the last album, going back to 25, the whole the whole um, Grammys debacle when she did. Well, I can't remember what the piano she won over Lemonade. 25 is. No, 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 no. But at that Grammy ceremony, she like sang that piano ballad that's off the album and it, it was messed up because like she missed the cue and like she was off key and all that oh, stuff. Oh yeah. I was like, She's never going to perform at the Grammys again. No. And she cursed a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Her. Yeah. I was like, I remember I watched her sit there all night and I was like, Oh, she is not getting out of that chair for a performance. Well, she was also very shit faced. Her and Lizzo Good for um, her. were sneaking in flasks. I will say in Adele's, like defense, she fully went there just to have a good night. She was yeah. like, "I don't want to win. She looked great. I don't want to win album of the year. I don't want that attention on me again." No, um, she won. She won one album. She won one award. She sat down. She had a good night. Now, I, I do. I do want to ask a question. Obviously, like ABBA, this was going to be their last time. Like this, this is it. We're not. We're not getting new ABBA music ever again. Why not do like a little tribute to ABBA? Just say like, yeah, "Thank you for the music," literally. I, it was weird to me that there wasn't any like even like little bit of like in any of the medleys or anything right like, no mention of, especially last year and this year being their first ever grammy noms oh yeah that's a little weird that uh, I, the, the grammy it's just not you've worth got it. the holograms the, they exist fuck you do do not do not get the avatars do not mock the avatars. Scally, I'm not mocking them. I I'm saying use that them. that fucking show and I, I cried. I know. I'm saying. I I'm cried saying at a video stream. I'm saying, why weren't they there? They have the avatars. I know. That's the what I'm saying. technology exists to put Ava wherever the fuck you want them. My question is, and this might be controversial, was Renaissance really album of the year, though? I would say more so than Harry's House. I would agree with that. Like if I'm making a ranking, I think Renaissance is above. Why not Bad Bunny? Harry's House. Well, I would put I would Bad say, Bunny so as the yes. winner. I would say I would Bad Bunny should have won Bunny, it. Yeah. 
I, um, did I Bad Bunny make you pregnant? Renaissance, but I think that Bad Bunny was. Did he make you pregnant? That performance was. I and to open it like that, mm, lots of fun. Um, let's talk about some red carpet moments. Uh, it was really cool to see Gottmik and Violet Chachki in Sam Smith's Posse. Um, I think Cardi B looked amazing. Um, I just got to say it. I, I don't understand why I'm so conflicted, why I'm slightly aroused by Machine Gun Kelly. I don't get it. There's nothing about him that I really, really want, but I'm still fucking That's what aroused it is. It's by the, it. It's the, it's the like extreme blandness. There's nothing to like be opposed to. Oh, um, no. Harry, Styles, Harry Styles was Daddy Morphosis. Oh my God, he was. I, so that's the thing is like people are always like why do people shit on him so much if, if it's like if it's like what you know if we're just like oh free expression or whatever and like because he doesn't actually serve he just stands there I'm like if you're just standing there in a fucking like cut down to your belly button overall patchwork rainbow suit why are you just like posing in like it's just like you're not serving it's it's wearing you it's <laughs> like, um, he's he's a skinny white boy wearing clothes so we call it incapable fashion. of serving also um yeah go ahead who kind of going back to performances just based on harry styles wild that he won an award for best best pop vocal album and then just could not find the note his entire performance wild listen we're going to talk about someone later on who couldn't find a note when i saw them perform uh but we're going to talk about them more positively later find the note girl um casey musgraves really thinks she's a drag queen doesn't she Casey Musgraves at this point she just kind of is what was that pink thing she was wearing? Like, that was wild. Um, and Jennifer Lopez has just made a deal with the devil. Like, what the fuck? Was it the... Was it the Jane Loretta Lynn look? That Casey what, the whole the, pink, the whole pink thing? Was it the... Yeah, I think it was the Loretta Lynn tribute. Pink bodysuit and the um, ruffle? Yeah, and I think the... Because I think the ruffle thing... Some, I don't know, something she wore was... Because she did the In Memoriam tribute. Right, of course. Um, yeah, uh, Grammys. Uh, can't wait for next year. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Does anyone have big albums coming out? Miley? Is it going to be Miley? It's like, I mean, with Flowers, Flowers is a fucking good such song. a big, huge... I mean, I'm very... I was gagged that Flowers, like, set the, like, Spotify records and things that it did. I mean, I was like, she'd put out better songs in the last few years. I'm just kind of in... I'm surprised that this is the one that everyone's like, hell yes. <laughs> Miley's back. I'm like, she's been back. <laughs> I know, she's um, been back. <laughs> yeah, so that's the Grammys. Any other final thoughts on the Grammys? Um, they just need to like make them more fun. They just, I, and this is like award shows in general. Like the, when the high point of me watching it was literally Bad Bunny opening the show. It's like <laughs> you got to figure out something. I'm with telling your you, avatars, avatars would have saved the show. So, in it's... conclusion, the only thing the Grammys were missing was ABBA. Correct. <laughs> it was just a disconnect, I think, from what people want to hear, and like. I don't know. Award shows are award shows. And I don't know if there's any way to really save them and make them fun for people because it's like you're watching others get awards. It, but I think with the Grammys, it's particularly harder because there's no way to really narrow down all the music. And if it's not a genre you like, sometimes it's really difficult to get through an album. It's true. It's very true. Like six was robbed. Into the Woods sucks. Um, all uh, right. Strange Loop was robbed. Uh, no. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Next topic. <laughs> so not many people really talked about one of the deaths of one of the greatest songwriters of all time, but we're going to do it. Legendary hit maker, 
Burt Bacharach has died at the age of 94. The songbook is quite vast, as Bacharach is the man behind the hits like Alfie, I salute, Say a Little Prayer, I'll Never Fall in Love Again, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, What's New Pussycat, Wishing and Hoping, Turkey Lurkey Time, the list goes on. Bacharach has won three Academy Awards, six Grammys, an Emmy, and has represented on Broadway many times, including for his work on Promises, Promises, but he did not win a Tony, which is shocking, so he did not have an EGOT. Just an ego. Oh, ah! I mean, ah! listen, the man's allowed to like the fucking, funny. The, the fucking songbook that man has. That um, was fucking good. It was very good, Scout. There was uh, no <laughs> fat on that joke. No, no fat on that joke. Uh, what will you remember Burt Bacharach by? Uh, um, I don't know why, but you said what's new pussycat and it just made me remember that one of the like few CDs that, uh, my grandpa had in his truck when we would drive anywhere was like Tom Jones greatest hits. Mm-hmm. So I just have very like vivid memories of like staring out a window at like endless like fields and whatnot, just hearing what's new pussycat. Oh, it's good shit. Mikey, what do you, what will you remember Burt Bacharach by? Okay. This is really, I'm going to say this is gay. This is really gay. This is really problematic. So Glee did a couple of her Bacharach songs and that was my first like actual like recognition of like oh this is who Burt Bacharach is thank you Sarah Jessica Parker um but I did I will say I did go to a um uh acoustic night last night and it was a Burt Bacharach tribute um and it was really fun it was really cool it was really nice kind of getting to reminisce and be like, oh, wow, he wrote this song. He did this song. And it was good. It was good. I like a yeah. lot of the music and I was shocked at, because I did, I don't recognize the name so readily. Um, but a lot of the music he's put out, I, I, I enjoy a lot. And it's great. Yeah. He, he, he definitely has got a huge song book. Like, I mean, I would say write a uh, jukebox musical, but it's been done before. Like, like he's been represented on Broadway many, 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 many times. And in just, just, the, just the amount of stars to have sung his music is incredible. Um, I mean, then insert half his songbooks into movies and how they've become like such iconic mo- moments in movies. Yeah. Um, like I say, a little prayer from my best friend's wedding. Like, there's just so many moments that Burke Bacharach has impressed on all of us that we just did not realize. Also, Glee episode two, season one, say a little prayer. Oh my god! Okay, um, thank, just don't That's mention cool. fucking Turkey Lurkey time from Glee. Oh god! No! 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 That was terrible. Oh, that was no, a that choice. Was, that was that was Glee's peak. That was Glee's peak. <laughs> I mean, I love how deranged Glee got. Like you gotta admit, like it got oh, yeah. real fucking deranged in like camp, like full camp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fully what I um, expect this new Grease show to be. I'm so ready for it. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're gonna have to talk about it because I'm gonna watch it. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah. Burt Bacharach. Uh, and it was weird because I had the news on like most of the day, and no one like talked about it. It was very strange. It was almost like as, as someone put it, I thought he already died. Um, no, he was a quiet celebrity. Yeah. He. Oh, absolutely. Um, 94 years old. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. All right. Let's talk more music. It's time to redefine the definition of rock and roll as the 2023 nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have been revealed. 
Uh, the 14 nominees include Missy Elliott, Willie Nelson, Kate Bush, Iron Maiden, Cyndi Lauper, Soundgarden, Cheryl Crow, George Michael, Rage Against the Machine, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, The White Stripes, Warren Zevon, and Joy Division slash New Order because they share so many members. Um, of course, there are snubs of the likes of Frequent Nominees, Devo, and Shaq Khan. Um, they did not make the long list of eligible acts, also including Motley Crue, Jethro Tull, Weezer, and Boston. But this year, first-time eligible artists from the late 90s that did not get included are Muse, Diddy, and Destiny's Child. Who do you think of the 14 will make the cut and be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? How many did they pick? It's, it's not necessarily a number. It's more, I think, it's percentage. Oh, they have to have a certain percentage of the vote. Yeah. Um, I just find it fascinating that the person that was the headline of this whole thing is Missy Elliott. I mean, it, I mean that's a, it's, of the names in this list. I feel like it's definitely. I don't know. It's a very underwhelming list. I'm not gonna lie. It's very, very underwhelming. I like I Kate Bush. Bush. <laughs> But do you think Kate Bush would be included if it wasn't for uh, Stranger Things? No. Not, not Does it matter? Here. It doesn't matter, <laughs> but like she should be. I mean, Cindy Lauper, George. I Michael. think Cindy Lauper is a guarantee. Yeah, George in Michael my feels. George Michael at this point in time, I feel like should be in. Um, are we ev- are we going to finally give it to Missy Elliott? I feel like she's been nominated every year. No, I think this is her first time. I'm almost positive. I believe it was her first time. Um, I might be wrong, but. Um... Oh, no, that was LL Cool J that got nominated yeah, like 10 yeah. times in a row. <laughs> yeah, this, this literally is literally like 10 years in a row. Like LL Cool J's on that list and never got it. I think till last year, they finally were like, all right. He's only um, Willie Nelson, what do you think? Any shot there? Yeah. Yeah, probably. He's, he's going to croak soon. He's right? a legend. Michael Block, go fuck yourself. (laughs) He's on the um, road again to find more weed. The the lineup for his like 90th birthday celebration is wild. Orville Peck. Enough said. Um, Is it time to just maybe call it the Music Hall of Fame or should we just think of like rock and roll simply as like the name of the place? Well, so that's like the thing is like I, I, I was thinking about that when you said that. I was like, what is rock and roll? And I was like, I mean, there's not really like a like there's not a pop hall of fame and it's like even then how do you define pop like true is there anything that's popular like you know so i think it makes sense that they would just start absorbing other genres anyways because like eventually you're gonna run out of rock and roll artists that are getting a yes vote you know like sure you can keep putting people up but if they get voted non no like 12 years in a row (laughs) Right. Eventually, yeah. you got to go through other people. Mikey? I mean, I think it's it's already kind of shifting in that direction, but they really do tend to stick with specific genres that get nominated for it. And it's anything that can kind of be traced back to that blues, rock and roll, 50s sound. Um and uh, which is why you don't necessarily always see a lot of pop get yeah. pushed there. It's you do see country, you do see rap, which does have that background. 
Um, but like a lot of pop doesn't make it. It's R&B, I think, is the closest you can get to that pop sound that still would be considered for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Did you watch the induction from last year? No. Oh, I put it on and then I fell asleep. Did you, so you missed the whole Dolly Parton part? Yeah. She's releasing an yeah, album. Go go watch the Dolly Parton. Um, yeah, isn't it like an album of duets? That's coming out soon. It's coming yeah, out I'm so excited. Um, when What's that the... comes out, uh, there's your album of the year. Jesus Christ, the amount of people she's collaborating with. But are they? But are they going to give it to her? I don't know. Is it really going to be the album of the year? Oh, it will be because I'll make. What it makes an album of the year? <laughs> Dolly Parton, literally. Too much of a spectacle. Um, Sorry, Dolly. Have, you, have either of you ever been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. I think Where I... is it? It's Cleveland. Cleveland, right? Yeah, I've been Cleveland near. It. I've never been in it. Come on. Like Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Ohio, yes. why Ohio? Do you do you, do you, did you put you a bubble over Ohio? We're, we're not talking about that. Uh, did you watch the Drew Carey show? I watched no. The Price is Right. <laughs> I watched The Price is Right. No, the the theme song of Drew Carey show is Cleveland Rocks. I don't. Oh. It's fine. It's fine. Go back in time and watch. It's a good show. Very good show. Go back in time. Um, yeah, let me for... just hop in my time machine. Boop, 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 well, boop. to be to be fair, you That's both were the only children. way I can watch shows. You both were that. you were children when that show was on the air. So yes, let me go back in time to watch the Drew Carey show, not to buy stock in Apple and Amazon. That I didn't say you can't Bitcoin. do that, but that's your time. That's your call. All right. Um, let's let's do this. In a story that is not just shocking at all, disgraced liar Congressman George Santos has added a new lie to his repertoire. <laughs> he has claimed he produced Broadway flop and Death Trap, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. I saw it, not the show you want your name attached to. We're not going to get too political here, but this man is a fucking mess. There's padding your resume, but this is just too much. I know a lot of fucking gay men who lie on their gro- grinder profile, but this man is a walking billboard for that. Uh, lead producer for the musical Michael Cole has contradicted Santos' statement. Santos' name is not listed in any playbills and would have been living in Brazil at the time of production. Why did he pick the worst musical ever that people would no doubt fact check? Now, why not just say, I produce Rebecca? I don't know. Maybe for the thrill of the lie. <laughs> Girl, he's just like, I think it's, it's, it's comedy at this point. It's high drag at this point. Like, it's gone full camp, and I think he's leaning into the fact that he's full camp. And so he's like, yeah, I produced Spider-Man Turn Off the Body Why Count. Why not? Yeah, I... Turn off the body count. Am I wrong? No, you're not. Um, <laughs> it's like, what, why not say I was a silent producer on? Like, at least you can at least have a backstory and potentially... No! Like, th- this is an illness. This actually is an illness because th- no, this the is story narcissism. It's all about pride and, and wanting the spotlight. Like, this is sick. It's actually fucking sick. And to say he's a I'm gay gonna get man... Elected. I'm going to get elected to Congress. Okay. I need you to... I need you to... You're at a 10. I need you to, like, dial it back to, like, a 6. Um, Miss Santos... This is what happens. People get elected to lie. <laughs> True. Uh... <laughs> So uh, my favorite George Santos, <laughs> someone on TikTok ran up to him and was like, George Santos, who's your favorite drag race queen for this season? And his eyes lit up like finally someone's asking the real questions. And he's like, I haven't watched drag race. He was like, they're like, no, you quoted tricks. He's like, no, I haven't watched this season. I'm like, oh, you need to watch it. And he goes, I should love it. We um, love a queen. She's I mean, here. Fully is, there just any, him. is there any help out there for drag race superstar Katara Ravache? Who? 
Kitara Ravache. Is that George Santos's drag name? Yes, that's that's the drag name. I hope so. Uh, listen, I, I mean, listen. Let her have a guest spot. I mean, she's gonna have, be out of work soon, so. Will she? Will she? Um, There's no rules so. anymore. Everything's made up. <laughs> the points, points don't, don't matter. matter. <laughs> I said it first. <laughs> yeah, watch that Drew Carey show too. <laughs> um, George Santos is a walking lie. What's the biggest fib you've ever told? I lied to a priest in confessional. What did you say? You're he asked straight? me if I'd stolen things before, and I said no. I was a bit of a klepto in third grade. Obsessed. <laughs> a true icon. But um, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't want... I don't know. I was. I thought he was. Did you think you were going to, to hell? Me. I mean, you were already going. Well, to hell. I already knew I was going to hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only time I've ever been in confession. Um, I went to my first one and never went again. So, um, you, Time Magazine used to like do like Time for Kids for like classroom yes. things. Yes. Um, and I was just like impatient and didn't want to like wait for the days that we would like read the new ones. So I would just go through my teacher's stuff and find them. Okay, Scouty. Um, Mikey, yeah. what's the biggest fib you've ever told? Him? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I definitely probably have. I don't know if anything's like big. Like, no. I just don't. I don't want to live that. I don't want. I want to live an honest life. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. You tell another joke. Fuck you. Um, no, I mean, I've definitely use the whole oh i can't commit my time to something when i've been cast in a role i don't necessarily want in community theater like sorry i just don't have time for that i do i just don't want to do the role you just want to be the star well if it's a show i don't give a fuck about yeah like if you're gonna have me do this show and you want me to be a part of it like and i'm not as interested in it i would like to be the role i would like to be so you're norman desmond well not to the extreme where like she was killing hoes but like yeah, not I'll that you're going to admit on a podcast. Right. I mean, true. <laughs> um, no, it's just, there's, like, I just auditioned for Jesus Christ Superstar, and I went in and I told them up front, I only want to be Jesus or Judas. I don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber's music. I only want to be one of these roles. And they were like, great, we love that. Had a callback with me and another guy, and we're like, it's going to be one of you two for these, it's going to be you two for this role for these two roles. So I'm like, great, I'm going to get it. And then I got the email, and it's like, great news, we want to offer you Simon. And I'm like, Simon, not my gay ass. Sorry. <laughs> See if I I would I would actually potentially be in a musical if I got to play King Herod. That song's that, fucking great. That's the thing. I even said, you know, One I would do and King done. Herod. I would do King Herod. I would do Anas. Like because that's One the thing. Simon done. for a good four to five too. days of rehearsals to be one-ish song that you share with the court. No, no, no. That's a lot of rehearsal to be that. Little a role. Do you know who has one of the best covers of King Herod's song? Alice Cooper. There it is. So good. It's so good. Um, speaking of so good, so good. I saw um, a beautiful noise. Um, Ew. So mess, so mess. <sighs> yeah, it was fine. It was weird. It was worst audience I've ever been in, the, in a Broadway theater with. Worst fucking Girl, audience. It's because they don't know how to fuck to act. They These think it's a musicals. concert. Well, yeah. They have their phones out. I was like, oh, people. You didn't know how to use phones before. Go back to that. Well, don't go to Anne Juliet. It's the same shit. I already did. And we're going to talk about it. So you segue right now? 
Oh, we're going to talk about Andrew. Wow. The future is clear. Clearly looking at the list, I was like, did he plan that? <laughs> the future is clear and the gayest award show is going to need to catch up. And Juliet star Justin David Sullivan has announced they will be removing themselves from Tony Award eligibility. The non-binary performer has told that they need to pick the category they feel comfortable with and stated that they struggle with the decision, wanting to empower other non-binary performers and show it is possible to be non-binary on Broadway. It has been learned that this is not the first time that a performer has pulled their eligibility over this as Asia Kate Dillon removed themselves from Tony consideration last season with their performance in Macbeth. Additionally, additionally, Alex Newell was faced with the decision during their time in Once on this Island. Newell will soon be in the musical Shucked and no one knows what the fuck that show is about yet. Um, is there hope that this will urge the Broadway League and the American Theater Wing to move toward a more progressive stance and move the gender marker for the awards? I hope so, but like... Um, it, will, it, should, it should be noted that the Lucille Lortel Awards and the Outer Critics Circle Awards have changed to genderless categories. So, I mean, I think that might work out. And then you can also see best performer in a comedy, best performer in a drama, and do it that way and instead of gendered performances, because you're gonna get you're gonna get an even split, you're gonna make it more inclusive. Or do you put to ten everyone. people, ten people instead of five and five? And only get one oh, give one award out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. I would do, especially since comedy gets fucked in these award shows all the time. Oh, the, so you so you would do musical comedy drama? Yep, play comedy drama. And do that for supporting as well. What about, no, play comedy drama. So what, you need a musical category. Yeah, musical comedy drama, play comedy drama. Okay, okay. No, and then, and then musical comedy drama supporting, play comedy drama supporting just to take the category best actor in a musical best actress in a musical and just turn it to best performer in a comedy best performer in a drama in a musical so you're going then, golden globes yeah, it, it works well right. golden globes still does gendered no no i know that but like, they do comedy and drama they split the two but like it, it works it gets more things nominated that you wouldn't normally see like shocked is probably going to be incredible and funny and whimsical and it's about it's, corn. Okay. And George Santos saw it 300 times, according to Shuck's Instagram, and loved it. So, yeah, there you I go, Mary. Then I think it's going to be terrible if George Santos loved it. Um, yeah, I don't, I, like, it's a very interesting topic because um, the, the, the gendered categories have really defined Broadway. Like, you, you know, Broadway by the Broadway divas because they win the best musical for best actress. Like, that's fine. Let's move away from it. The world is changing and things need to adapt. Like, that's the that's the world. And that's what I think is exciting about the show and Juliet is because they're like, fuck the norms. Um, they, the they, they took a character that was a female role in London and said, fuck it, it's going to be non-binary. And now the show is transformed into something new. Um, yeah, things have to change and, and you have to adapt. Um, is it going to be easy to adapt? Are people going to have issues with it? Of course. Yeah, the old um, white gays are going to be pissed, but like, who the fuck cares? Scott, are mm. you one of those old white gays? No. You're not old. No. What I'm What are your gay. thoughts? Are Are you Have you seen Anne Juliet yet? I have not. So. Um, we're. I mean, yeah. I, I think say, that. 
I think that the Tonys should move away from. I just think there's like no reason not to. Exactly. Um, I did see Anne Juliet uh, while I was in New York. Um, Justin David Sullivan uh, could not find a note for "I'm not a girl, not yet a woman." Oh my lord! I saw the understudy. I think the 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 the, uh, band was trying to help, and they're like, "We can't even help you here because you you're in five different keys." It's listen. It's a very emotional moment. I saw the understudy and the understudy crushed it. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not going to lie. Also, I want to do terrible things to Romeo. Oh my God. When he fucking descended from the fucking ceiling at the end of act one, I was hollering. It's a good musical. It's an um, incredible show. The writing is up my alley. Cause you both know how I do my podcast. Like th- that is my kind of writing. Like, well, it's shit's creep grunt, writers. Grunt inducing segues that's what i fucking love and that's what that show does with the musical oh we know it. music it's so good it's so fun it um, but that, so that's good. also like that's music that w- defined my like teenage years literally and it's jukebox musical of max martin's music mm-hmm. yes. speaking of burt Bacharach and full circling it a little yeah <laughs> um scotty i would go see it you should go see it i think you'd love it i'd love to um, I know you're a big fan of like the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and just Gaga. They do Katie Perry. Gaga. Just call me a faggot. Yeah, you're a faggot. Um, yeah, but I, I think Justin David Sullivan coming out and making this moment happen is huge. Do I think they would have been nominated if they did pick a category? Yes, I do. Because I think the Tony voters would have um, wanted to be like, look, we put a non-binary actor in an award category. And they're like, oh, no, you're not taking that from me. Um, yeah, I'm trying to go through my Rolodex because I saw all those shows in December and I'm trying to plan one out to go see. Uh, I don't know if they would have. I think that there's a lot of steep competition this year. Um, especially with things coming out like Parade now is going to be considered Camelot, Sweeney Todd, uh, Into the Woods is going to sweep a lot of the categories. Um, It wasn't that good. It was incredible. And I will hear no slander from you. Um, And I I think the Anne Juliet, you're going to see, you really only going to see the girl playing Juliet and uh, uh, the girl playing Shakespeare's wife. Mm-hmm. They're probably I'm, gonna, the only I'm, ones. I'm going to start a campaign for Romeo. Uh, incredible. Incredible. I'm start their campaign. May, you, you know what? He also might get a nomination for supporting. Um, but he I. Is so funny. I think it's going to win Best Musical. I hope so. I really do. I really, really, really hope so. Either that um, or Shucked. What is Shucked about? Like, this is the wildest marketing campaign. Watch it be the best, like literally the best musical to ever exist. And we've all been like sitting here slandering it, which is why I'm excited for it. Um, the cast is just strange because I can't even tell you what, the, what it would be based on based on the cast. The cast is incredible. Um, speaking of Broadway, um, if you have not been to the Museum of Broadway, I highly, highly recommend it. It is so amazing. It was fun. Scotty, we'll go. We'll go. I'll take you. Well, let's go. Let's do it. Um, do you Come on, like sugar Broadway? daddy. Do you even like Broadway? Do it. Yes. 
Uh-huh. What would you do for Broadway week if you had a uh, drag competition? I've always wanted to do the, um, the, what the hell is it? The song from Spamalot with the, Oh, uh, whatever happened to my part. Harper. No, the one with Diva's Lament. I think it's no, the one with that, like, it's mostly her. And then I want to say it's maybe it's fine. Yeah. Find Diva's your girl. Lament? Yeah. No, find oh, your girl. But I want to use like an, one. I want to use like a King Arthur puppet. Of course. Like, of course kind of all. Yeah. Um, you don't want to do the bend and snap. I, I can't do anything legally blonde. My drag mother already did that in a drag competition for Broadway week. Yeah, yeah, good times, old times, pre pre pandemic uh, times. Oh, goodness. what are you guys looking forward to next week? There's only one answer. It's the Rihanna concert tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Oh. I was like, there's something big. There's something big. <laughs> I'm like Super Bowl, no, ma'am. Rihanna, Rihanna yes, concert. Uh, now, Mikey, I do know you are a Rihanna stan. Obsessed, queen, legend. Give me the five guaranteed songs that will make the cut. I, I can't even answer that for you because she's she will pull so some random, songs. like so many good songs, so many hits. She said there's 39 versions of the show right now. Like, legend. I would love for her to do SM, mostly because I want to see Middle America's heads yeah. pop off. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, now here, here we go. What if what if she's like, I'm gonna go wild? We're gonna do the SM and M remix with Britney Spears. I will literally shit on the floor. I want. I think it's possible. I want her to do "Shut Up and Drive" and bring out Tatiana and Alyssa Edwards. I mean, also, be <laughs> um, I'd also love some umbrella if it rains. Oh, that's definitely going to be in there. SOS will be in there. You're going to get the deep cuts, and you're going to get the obvious songs. She announces a world tour, and I have to get tickets to another goddamn show. Mikey will go with you. <laughs> Mikey will go with you. No! Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else besides Rihanna's concert coming up this week? Besides Valentine's Day, which I'm both, I'm sure you both have very busy plans for. Say Caroline Polachek album. <laughs> the the Fablemans comes out on HBO for streaming. I've been watching through the Oscar movies, so I will be watching some Spielberg. Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Mikey, we're gonna do an um, Oscar special, right? We can. You know, she's always down to talk the Oscars. All right, we'll do it. We'll do the week before. Um, yeah, that's it. Also, yeah. listeners, if you didn't know already, <laughs> I lost the Glam Awards again. But not to Monet this time. Who won? By Latin men. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, who? Um, like, who won? Yeah, exactly. I'm a white boy. I'm never going to so Oh, my God. Let, let's, um, let's not listeners, be dramatic. You can help me out next year, hopefully, and if I'm even nominated, but it's an honor to be nominated to no one. Um, next year, um, she's going Tanya Harding. Uh, <laughs> she's going to bust. Listen, how many, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I am a 10-time loser. How many times can I like lose before I can be the Susan Lucci? You I are about the to Susan say, Lucci. You're going to get Susan Lucci one year. <laughs> the Susan All Lucci right. of the Glam Awards. Uh, what are your social medias and your Venmos? And any projects you want to plug? Scouting. Scout Center everywhere. Um, and if you're in uh, if you're in DC on St. Patrick's Day, I'm gonna be doing drag. Crazy. Amazing. But she Amazing. is booked. Um, so that wait, wait, that's because you are going to be doing a drag race viewing party. 
I am, yeah. For a 90-minute episode. For a whole 90 minutes. Plus Untucked. We have, yeah. we don't, they, don't, they don't watch Untucked at the bar. Who watches Untucked? I, just, I usually watch it on like the morning after, like, and I'm waking up uh-huh. over my coffee. Well, if I'm not podcasting, of course. Well, of course, of course. Mikey, <laughs> what about you? Give me your stats. Um, I'm on Venmo at Michael dash Nichols dash 48. I don't know where the 48 came from, but Hey, we live for it. Um, and I'm working on a new, I'm working actually on an original work, uh, solstice, the musical, it is going to be premiering May 19th and 20th, um, upstate. It's going to be really incredible The me. The books, the book is good, but the music is actually what sold me on this project. And I'm really looking forward to uh, getting to work on it and and originate a role. Love that. How fun. We love it. All right. Until next time. Bye. A big thanks to Scout and Mikey for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at davidthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.